0: Welcome to Take Heart, where our goal is to give you hope and insight and encouragement so you can flourish in your journey as a special needs mom. Each week, Sarah, Amy, and Carrie will explore a theme, share an inspiring story, a tip, and an encouraging blessing using their combined experience of over 30 years of parenting special needs children. Thank you for joining us today. Welcome, I'm so glad you're here today. I'm your host, Amy Brown, and this month we're talking about faith, when God doesn't make sense. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you a hope and a future. Jeremiah 29 11. I remember sitting in a Bible study years ago and hearing a devotion about this verse. A woman was sharing about a disappointment in her life and that this verse was an encouragement to her this verse is true god does know and have a plan for us i remember sitting there and thinking that this meant nothing bad would happen to me it says it right there in the bible i'm going to prosper and not be harmed all i have to do is follow god by checking all the boxes at that point in my life i was not a special needs mom but i had had some hard i'd suffered through infertility which is heartbreaking but I had two little blonde-headed kids in the church nursery, all cute in their baby gap. I'd endured my suffering and God bless me. Check, I'm done. Let's keep on with all this prospering and non-harming. All through my Christian walk, I've latched on to all kinds of verses, promises, and ideas that appeal to a rule-following people-pleasing girl like myself. Trust and obey, for there's no other way to be happy in Jesus than to trust and obey, or God will heal all your diseases. All you need to do is have the faith of a mustard seed. Or how about this one? Train up a child in the way he should go, and when he's old, he will not depart from it. Or be a Proverbs 31 woman, and your kids and your husband will rise up and call you blessed. So many boxes to check, and trust me, I've tried to check them all. But when life didn't turn out the way I thought it should... I tried harder, and I ran faster. I did have moments when I was mad at God, but mostly I was mad at myself. I just kept assuming if I could do the right things in the right order, things would get better. That young mom sitting in that Bible study had no idea what was ahead for her. And aren't we glad we don't? I didn't know I would walk through the pain of adoption, mental illness, fetal alcohol syndrome, and reactive attachment disorder. I didn't know I'd be a special needs mom. I didn't know there would be many things in my life that would hurt and continue to hurt every day. Situations that don't get tied up in a neat, tidy package at the end of the day. Amy, back then, would have been terrified to know this was coming down the path. How are these things supposed to give me a hope in a future? It's hard when life hands you something difficult and you feel like God has forgotten you. I've struggled with this for years. This false idea of a promised blessing meant only nice things problem solved. After all that running, though, I realized, and I am still realizing it, that I have missed the point. My walk with Jesus has been about the scenery, the destination. If I do all the right things, it'll be a pleasant journey. But I forget over and over again that it's about the companion who is Jesus. He walks with me and loves me, and I am to follow him. And the thing I forget almost every day is that I am always in his hands. I'm going to be honest and say there are many times I've allowed myself to be bitter about the hard. I've tried to figure out why God has allowed these things in my life. I want to know the purpose. I feel like if I knew the purpose, I'd be able to handle it. But when I complain, obsess, and try to figure it out, I'm not trusting God. I'm not trusting my companion. And once again, I've missed the point. I keep focusing on the scenery. I see the valleys, the steep hills I've been asked to climb, but I do not look at my companion. When I stop, though, to look at him, my perspective changes. You see, God does know the plans he has for me, and I, I'm just to follow. I do not need to know the why or where the journey will take me, even though I desperately want to. I don't need to know about next week or next year, even though I desperately want to. I need to trust that he has what I need and then take the next step in front of me. That is actually a much better and peaceful way to walk through life. The other way, which I've done for most of my life, is pretty exhausting. That has me looking back with regret or scanning the horizon with fear and carrying a big pack of good girl rules, hoping I will have an easy path. It's just really too much. But I am to follow Christ who gives me everything I need. And I am to remember that every single step he is with me. So, honestly, I've not mastered this at all. This is an everyday struggle. I've been working on a book for a while about our experiences with our daughter with reactive attachment disorder and fetal alcohol syndrome. And someone said to me one day, I can't wait to read your writing. I'm so excited to see how God showed up. I can't wait to see the miracles he did. So I'm going to honestly tell you that I smiled sweetly at this woman and then I went to my bedroom and flopped on my bed and cried like a big ball baby. I thought, what has God done? How did he show up? This life is really, really hard and my child with even with all the interventions doesn't seem to get better. Actually right now she lives in a residential treatment center. I'm tired and overwhelmed. Where is God? We have this idea that God showing up means healing, good results, all our worries and cares smoothed over and ready to share on Instagram. Our resurrection moment, but guess what? I got something to tell you. God does not have to show up because he's already here. The Bible tells a story that I love. It's the story of Hagar. She is the maidservant that was mother to Abraham's son, Ishmael. You can read the story in Genesis 16. Hagar is being mistreated by Sarah, and she flees to the desert with her son. And God comes to her and tells her to go back to Sarah. He tells her to go back to a hard situation. He could have changed the situation, but he told her to go back. I, too, have often wanted to flee somewhere in the midst of my hard situation. But what I love about this story is what Hagar says. He is a God who sees me. He saw her. He did not change her situation, but she felt seen. Being seen gave her the strength to go back to the hard. This, my friends, is what we need to remember. And here is what I want you to hear. God sees you. You are seen by him and he loves you. And he sits with you in the pain and in the hard. Remember, too, that it's okay to doubt. It's okay to be mad and cry like a big baby on your bed and wonder what God has done. That's okay, too. What path are you walking today? It may seem hard and steep, but please remember this. You are in his hands. Remember that God sees you and he promises peace. And you know what? The peace that God promises is not the peace of this world. It's not tranquility that everything's going well and you have it all figured out. All your problems solved, everyone thriving, and you know exactly what to make for dinner every night. Actually, that kind of peace is rare. The peace and assurance that we can count on is the peace that even in the hardest moments God loves and sees us, and all the unresolved issues, the I-do-not-know moments, and the I-cannot-go-on moments, he's there. I tend to solve problems first and look for his peace in essence later. But what if we did the opposite? What if we stopped and looked for our companion first, and not the journey or the road or the steep hill we're being asked to climb? My hope for you today is that you will be able to find peace in the hard, that you will not feel guilty for struggling with faith, and you will always remember that God sees you. I would like to close today with a prayer from the book, Every Moment Holy. The prayer is entitled Nights and Days of Doubts, and this is just a small portion. O Christ, let my doubts never compel me to hide my heart from you. Let them arise as questions to begin holy conversations. Invert these doubts, turning them into invitations to be present, to be honest, to seek you, to cry out to you, and to bring my heart fully into the struggle rather than to seek to numb it. Let my doubts become invitations to wrestle with you through such dark nights of the soul until the day breaks anew and I am fresh wounded by your love and resting in the blessing of peace again in your presence. Thank you so much for joining us today on Take Heart. Our prayer each week is for your heart to be encouraged. We are so grateful that you're walking on this journey with us. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts so you'll never miss a show. You can follow us on Instagram at TakeHeartSpecialMoms. If you have any questions or comments, follow the links in our show notes, and we would love to hear your story. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next Tuesday.